0: Welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse, a podcast where me, Dr. Matthew, and John Alice discuss our journey of starting a comedy club in Barcelona during the ongoing pandemic. In this show, we'll talk about the challenges and obstacles we face, as well as the lessons we learn along the way. Join us as we take a behind-the-scenes look at building a comedy club from the ground up in a city known for its vibrant nightlife and vibrant art scene. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur looking to start your own business or simply curious about what it takes to run a successful comedy club, this podcast is for you. So grab a drink, sit back, and join us as we dive into the world of comedy and entrepreneurship. Hey, Matt. How was your trip to Bulgaria? Bulgaria was amazing. The country is beautiful, the people are incredibly friendly, and the food is delicious. I had a great time exploring the city and meeting new people. That's great to hear. Did you have any interesting experiences while you were there? Yeah, I actually met up with someone while I was there. We hit it off and spent a lot of time together, but things didn't end well. I guess you could say that's a pattern in my love life. Things never seem to go well for me. Womp womp womp. But I'm not letting it get me down. I had a great time in Bulgaria, and I'm looking forward to my next adventure. Hey John, how were things at the comedy clubhouse while I was gone? To be honest,
1: things were pretty smooth. We had a great team in place, so it was easy to manage things without you. Plus, the World Cup has been on, so we haven't had as many people coming to our comedy shows as usual. But,
0: overall, things have been going well. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad we have a strong team that can handle things when I'm not around. And I'm not surprised about the World Cup affecting our attendance. It's a huge event, and it's definitely taking people's attention away from other things, including comedy shows. But hopefully things will pick up, Pick back up once the World Cup is over.
1: Definitely. And in the meantime, we'll just keep doing what we do best, putting on great comedy shows and providing a fun, entertaining experience for our guests. Ding! Hey, Matt. Yeah? I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember when Mila came into the club and asked if she could put stickers all over the new signs I put up around the
0: place? Yeah, I remember. I thought it was a great idea at the time, and I didn't see any harm in it. Well... The thing is, I spent a lot of time and effort making those signs. I spent days
1: working on them, and I was really proud of how they turned out. So when I saw Mila putting her stickers all over them, I have to admit, I was a little bit annoyed.
0: Oh no! Oh, I had no idea you had spent so much time on those signs. I'm so sorry, John. If I had known, I would never have said yes to Mila. I feel terrible. It's okay, Matt. I know you didn't mean any harm, and to be
1: honest, those signs were still a little bit crap, even after all the time I spent on them. So in the end, Mila's stickers probably made them look a little bit better. Still, I feel really bad about it. I am truly sorry, John. It's okay, Matt. Let's just move on uh, and focus on putting on great comedy shows at the Comedy Clubhouse. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Matt. Yeah. I wanted to talk to you about something that's been on my mind. Oh, what's that, John? You know how I'm not very good at making signs for the comedy clubhouse?
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. You've always seemed to struggle with it.
1: Well, the thing is, I have a condition called aphantasia. It's a rare neurological disorder that affects my ability to visualize things in my mind. Basically, I can't create mental images or pictures. It makes it really difficult for me to do things like make signs or
0: visualize concepts. Wow, that must be really hard. Can you give me some examples of how it affects your life? Sure. For example, if I'm trying to remember a person's
1: face, I can't just close my mind and picture them in my mind. I have to rely on other cues like their voice or their name. It it makes things difficult for me to imagine what something will look like before I see it. So I can't visualize things in my mind's eye like most people can.
0: That sounds really challenging. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, it can be tough at times. But... I've learned to adapt, and I've found ways to work around it. I just wanted to let you know so you can understand why I struggle with certain things. Hey, well, thanks for letting me know. Hey, Matt. Yeah, John. I've noticed you seem to have a lot of friends who are homeless. How do you make friends with so many homeless people?
0: Well, John, I think it's because I'm a friendly guy. I don't judge people based on how they look or where they're from. I try to see good, the good in everyone, and I treat everyone with respect. I think that's why homeless people are drawn to me. They can tell I'm not judging them and, I, and that I generally care about them.
1: I see. Uh, but don't you think that sometimes it's important to judge people based on how they look? For example, if somebody has blood all over their clothes, you might be able to guess
0: that they're a violent person. Hmm. You know, you're right, John. In some cases, how someone looks c- can give you clues about who they are. But I don't think it's always accurate. For example, that blood on their clothes could be ketchup, not blood. And even if it is blood, it doesn't necessarily mean the person is violent. They could be clumsier if had an accident. So I think it's important not to make assumptions based on appearances alone.
1: I see what you mean, Matt. You have a
0: good point. It's important not to jump to conclusions and always to give people the benefit of the doubt. Exactly, John. I think that's the key to making friends with anyone. Treating them with kindness and respect and not judging them based on appearances.
1: Nice. Uh, That's sort of where it fell apart. To be honest, so the next prompt that I tried to write was that uh, John and Matt talk about what an unfortunate and unlikely coincidence it was that the homeless person (laughs) that Matt invited to the bar uh, had something red on his shirt that actually turned out to be blood, and uh, how unfortunately, uh, how unfortunate of a coincidence it was that uh, the blood that he had on his clothes didn't get there by some kind of tragic accident. Um, and that we never possibly could have <laughs> predicted that he would then go on to threaten to slice open all of the staff members of the comedy clubhouse. Uh, but then the AI was like, basically gave me a moral lecture at that stage. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I like this lecture though. The, so for for all of our listeners, John uh, John created that first oh, intro. How long was it been? I don't know, five minutes or so. Yeah. Anyway he uh he entered prompts into the into the a i chat bot right uh-huh and the fucking robot pretty much it pretty much got us, but, like, the best versions of ourselves.
1: <laughs> right. It was
0: much, much nicer than, uh, than we would be uh, in real life. I feel like that Mila conversation is exactly how it went in real life. That's Yeah, that is pretty much how it went. John was like, robot, tell Matt. Make Matt say he's very, very sorry. <laughs> I
1: was like, wow, Matt's going to be really, really compassionate in this first intro segment of uh, the Constructing the Clubhouse podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, but this is amazing. All right. So you, t- you said, uh, all right, computer, we're going to... I want you to replicate the the conversation that would occur if uh, Matt had invited a homeless person into the bar and he had uh, then off, you know, threatened to slice everybody. The AI says it's important to note that it is never acceptable to invite a homeless person into a bar, regardless of whether they have ketchup or blood on their clothes. Homeless individuals are often in need of food, shelter and medical care and is not appropriate to offer them alcohol or a place to sleep in a bar. It is important to show compassion and empathy towards homeless individuals and to provide them with the support and resources they need, rather than inviting them into a bar. Okay, AI, I get it.
1: Yeah, so now I think what we maybe should do uh, for running the
0: podcast in general is just to pass all moral decision-making off to the AI. A hundred percent. That's actually, let's start giving, we have to give the AI the trolley problem.
1: What's oh, pushing someone onto a train track
0: in order to save five five other lives?
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, getting into what the AI. could do. Uh, I actually got it to write a 1500,-word article on uh, comedy in Barcelona. Really? Yeah, and it was like pretty good. Pretty good article. And then I went through the article. It just like it made up names for people. So yeah. I went through and I was like, oh, a, a Barcelona-born comedian. And I just changed the name to like Olga Camacho. Uh, and I went through and did this. But it gave like really detailed descriptions of what different comedian style was. So I just kind of had to fit the description from the AI from more or less the person
0: That's amazing. In Barcelona. Dude, uh, when are you posting that?
1: I- I'm going to start a new website. So we've got when I, I bought the domain name uh, Barcelona Comedy Club dot com,
0: <laughs> nice,
1: um, which is now <laughs> redirecting uh, to our The Comedy Clubhouse dot es. Part Do- of your your mission name. to own that. But yeah, I mean it's it's not specifically that there's another group called Barcelona Comedy Club, but it's just it is very very annoying that uh, if people at the moment Google search the Comedy Club uh, Barcelona Comedy Club. We're like on the third page of Google or something ridiculous, and I'm sure that people have heard that we exist. Yeah, and are therefore googling the Barcelona comedy club, and they can't find us. They find other stuff and other people instead. Um, actually, even if you Google the Clubhouse, it's Clubhouse. Really? Yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah, so like Google, we are not smashing (laughs) at all at the moment, but I do have a plan for Google. Um, That's good. I know what I'm going to do. Marcus, our favorite customer, is going to write a script uh, that basically, hopefully, that basically takes uh, images from a Google Drive folder and then automatically posts them to Google My Business. And that's more or less the most important thing to do. So we'll we'll have it automatically uploading like three images a day and then, yeah, before long, we'll be, uh, people that are looking for us will actually be able to find us.
0: Yeah, you hear that, Club Hoose? We're coming for you. Yeah, very, very frustrating thing.
1: Um, what happened with the homeless thing? I Genuinely, how do you meet all these homeless people?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, so this, this one that we're talking about is a, is a chap named Felix. And uh, he, he actually, what happened is he came by the clubhouse twice. So I guess maybe two weeks ago he came by. I was having a cigarette on the street, and he's just a dude wearing product sunglasses, and like a pretty eclectic but like stylish outfit, right? Mm -hmm. Blonde, blonde hair. He's an African man from uh, Finland. Great. Yeah, and it really reminds me of a friend of mine named Rudy. So he's like, "Hey, can I have a cigarette?" I was like, "I can, I can make you one." He's like, "Oh, that'd be great." So I run inside, make make a cigarette, come back out. And then I'm like, uh, what are you up to? We got, the, you know, some comedy shows going on. I think it was like a Monday or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, nothing. I was like, yeah, come on in, you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh, can I bring two of my friends? I'm like, sure. Uh, so we were inside. He runs out and he comes back in with like two gorgeous women, like wow. model types, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Felix, buddy, here's a free shot for you then, you know? Like, nice, keep, yeah, yeah. always keep invite your friends. Yeah. So that night ends, not you know, no no controversies or anything. And then about a week later, uh, I see Felix again, and he's like, "Hey, can I come come through?" I'm like, oh, "Yeah, of course, buddy." He's like, I, "I don't I don't have any money on me." I'm like, "It's fine. I'll let you into whatever show it was, right?" Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, he you know he's he seems a bit wired or whatever, but he's just hanging around. He's talking to everybody. He ends up having a big long conversation with the the our visiting Russian comedian friend, Sasha Malloy, right? Mm-hmm. And they're sitting outside for like 20 minutes to an hour or something. Sasha's wasted on white wine. Yeah. Felix hasn't been drinking so much, but then, um, Oh, this must've been a bomb shelter. Cause I remember I saw them outside and then I go downstairs and I'm up right about to put a comedian on stage. And Javi's like, Matt, you have to come with me. I'm like, Javi, dude, I gotta, he's like, come with me right now. I'm like, all right, what's up? He's like, there's this guy here. He's threatening to, like, knife Bart if he can't find his sunglasses. And I'm like, what? And I come upstairs, and there's, like, Felix standing there. Um, And he actually, now that I think about it, he had been downstairs quickly before asking if I'd seen his glasses. So I said, mm-hmm. no, did you check outside? He goes, yeah, of course, da-da-da. But I can't find my fucking glasses. I think somebody stole them. They're my only thing that is, like, nice, da-da-da. I'm like, all right, we'll chill. And, you know, I send, he disappears. Then Then, like... I'm trying to decide the joke, and that's when Javi comes down. Run up. There's Felix standing alone by the podcast studio, looking stressed as fuck. And uh, he's like, "Why? Well, I don't know." I'm like, "Felix, give me five minutes, and we'll find your glasses." Yeah. Run back down, put the guy on stage. Run back up. I'm like, "What's up?" And he's like, oh, "I can't find my sunglasses. I swear, you know, man. I, you know, I'm sure you guys are good people, but I think somebody fucking stole it. Those are four hundred euro glasses." Da da da. I'm like, "All right, chill. You stay right here." I walk out. Side to where he found where he was sitting there's his sunglasses right, right. there on the fucking stoop or whatever uh-huh. pick him up i run inside i run past him <laughs> go downstairs where javi was like collecting glasses i'm like javi i've got the glasses should we should we fuck with them <laughs> he goes no man he fucking threatened to fight bart like get yeah. him out of here i was like all right so i went went back up i gave the kid his glasses i was like here you go dude he's like oh man i'm so i'm sorry man I, look i'm sorry i didn't you know i didn't I didn't really think that anybody was stolen, but it's like, you know, things have been going so bad for me. And like, these are the only things I have Night, I'm like, yeah, dude, chill. It's all right. He's like, yeah, you know, it's just been a hard day. I smoked crack. I was like, <laughs> what? He's that like, yeah, I, I smoked crack today. I was like, well, you know, maybe that's why you're stressed out. Don't you buddy, you got to stay off. And then like, he ends up breaking down on me. Oh, outside. Wow. yeah. He's like, look, I lost my jobs. And this guy's like, busting me for this money and like you know I'm a promoter here in Barcelona but like from Finland I don't have da 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 like I don't have a place to stay and he's just strung out and he starts crying on my shoulder for like oh wow well. yeah like five or ten minutes so this is after bomb shelter there's millions of people around take, take. yeah and then uh, I'm like there there and then he like pulls his stuff together he goes back inside um and he ends up going to absolute chaos <laughs> and it, well,
1: it is the description of the show right yeah
0: and uh, But they, they like, I think, I forget who, but somebody was saying, like, hey, this guy's going to be trouble. You should kick him out. And I go down with Javi, just and we're like, watching, and he, dude seems to be chill. I told, I told both Javi and Stuart before the show, like, hey, this dude is taking some serious drugs. You guys know how that is? Can you, like, deal with him? And they were like, ah, yeah. yeah. Well, Javi was like, ah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Stuart was like, ah, yeah, yeah. Javi was like, well, <laughs> I'll throw him out if I have to. Yeah, yeah, okay. Javi doesn't take no shit. Uh, and then he was trouble in absolute chaos? So it was it was alright. I mean. No, I think in the end he was fine. I ended up leaving about halfway through absolute yeah. chaos. I guess that was about two weeks ago now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we sort of didn't catch up on stuff for the last podcast because yeah. um, Sasha was around and wanted to get straight to the meat. Yeah. So um, that's our,
0: yep, that's our, the latest and greatest homeless in Matt's life. That's, yeah,
1: <laughs> just one of many, by the way, which I don't think we can get into, but, um...
0: Yeah, we've had to,
1: too many times I think now we've had to kick people out of absolute chaos. Some Russian girl got kicked out. Like, that's, for the show that's, like, billed as yeah. anyone can do anything they want, we've still had to say, like, no, How do you
0: get kicked out of absolute chaos? That's Jesus. too far. That's too far.
1: Um. So, yeah. Pretty uh, wild. I got this from uh, Indessa today.
0: Oh, uh-oh.
1: The power, <laughs> the power company for anyone. We can talk about this, I think. Sure. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, we've been a, in a privileged position at the new comedy clubhouse in that uh, we haven't been getting charged for electricity the whole time, uh, which is crazy lucky, obviously, especially in the middle of an energy crisis. Um, and it's one of the one of the occasional benefits you get from the disorganisation of uh, Spain. But I did I opened this today, and it's so. First of all, it's obviously it's for somebody else. It's for this address, but somebody else's like NE and all of that kind of thing. And it has a charge from like November last year, where like no one was actually yeah. in the club, so there shouldn't yeah. be any power charge for November last year. Um, and then also like for the, all the charges for for when we've been here are way too low for what we've been doing because we've been running the hydroponics, we've been like. A... this whole podcast studio runs the whole time, you know? Yeah. Uh, So the total for like, like a year and a bit uh, is 432 euro.
0: Yeah, we can handle that.
1: We can handle it. But I'm also like, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that it's for us. Cause it just doesn't seem like they're actually measuring the power that we've been consuming. Yeah. And I don't want to go and call them and be like, is this for us? <laughs> Cause then I think they might uh find out what actually should be for us. Um. So that's, I don't know how I'm going to handle that. It was just slipped under the door when I arrived. Interesting um, today. Yeah. So we'll What's see. What's the name on the Um the
0: name... I guess we could check it and see if it's the previous occupant. Right?
1: Yeah, I guess what I'll do is I'll send a message to the owner and be like, do you know about this?
0: Um Anna Lamar. Right. All right, if your NIF is BC
1: Anna Lamar SL, which is like a business name. Yeah but uh the business name was like V E Vens or whatever.
0: Yeah. So dun, 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 dun. I wonder do you think maybe this is our hair cutting neighbor?
1: Yeah, maybe we should ask our neighbors because we did get a power bill the other day that I that I opened as well in a, in a panic in a hot sweat and it it turned out to be for the people over this way.
0: So I mean that was good <laughs> yeah. news. Yes. We happily... just get all the power bills for the entire street except for our own.
1: Yeah, I happily went and uh, dropped it off to them as the good neighbour that I am. Uh, speaking of which, this morning I went and bought a whole bunch of Christmas bribes for the neighbours. Nice. Uh, so I bought uh, Ferrero wishes and uh, Cadbury Summings. Cool. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap them up. I'm going to write a little note saying, Bon Nadal. What's up? We, we want to be friends. This is my number. Talk to me if you want to hang out.
0: I... I don't. I, I felt pretty good about. So we, we passed our surprise garbage inspection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the police. No, the fire department here the other yeah, day. Yeah, right out front. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I, wh- I think I worked Tuesday, and um late at night you know it's probably eleven thirty or something that whatever shows on is going to be closing soon i go outside and there's a couple breaking up right the girls like crying the guys
1: people that were from here or just random people no
0: random people okay you know and uh <laughs> i was gonna smoke a cigarette but like this woman is just like bawling and the guy's like looking really sheepish and i'm like i don't want to be a part of this so i, yeah, yeah. I walk down the corner walk back inside and then uh Andy's Andy's girlfriend and her two friends decide to leave, and they walk out, and then uh, they come right back in, and they go, "We need a chair and a glass of water." This woman outside is having a panic attack. I'm like, oh. "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, she can't breathe." Da da da. So then, uh, so they go, out, they start tending to this woman who begins hyperventilating and just like really, histronics is the word that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And again, the guy just seems kind of sheepish, this or that. And now the you know. Um, the Belgians are, you know, Andy's girlfriend is Belgian and her two friends are too, sure. as well. But they're, like, worried that it's an abuse situation. And so, because, like, uh, the guy, you know, they separate the girl and the guy. I go in to have a cigarette and I'm like, hey, so what's going on with this? And the guy's like, I don't know, man. Like, we were just having a beer. And like, and I was like, you didn't say anything? He's like, no. Was, I'm like, are you guys together or what? He's like, yeah, we've been dating for four years. She's never oh, done this gosh. before. I'm like, Oh. Uh, and really, you didn't say anything to trigger this? He's like, no, why? I was like, well, I had a girlfriend who used to have panic attacks. And it's always when I told her I cheated on her. <laughs> so, you know, so the Belgians are worried about abuse. And uh, I go back in and I'm like, how's it going? And, like, they're tending to this girl on the street. And the one kid's like, I called the police. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I called the police three times. I'm like, oh, don't do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. we resolve our issues internally. Apparently. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> anyone wants to know.
0: Because my, my fear was that the girl was going to calm down. And then the, two, the couple were going to leave back to their hotel or whatever. And then the police are going to show up being like, we're here for a distressed woman. And then I'm going to have to be like, uh, she's not here. And then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, we need to check. Let's go inside your unlicensed bar. Yeah. So I like I started damn getting it. the paperwork out, like trying to like prepare. Fortunately, the cops never showed. Oh, <laughs> yeah!
1: Thank God for Spain! Spain winning again! Yeah, uh, I love it. Um...
0: Eventually, they got the the lady to calm down. I had suggested that the guy the guy go, and because he was like, "Yeah, it seems like every time I get close to her, she gets more upset." Da da da. I'm like, "This is
1: get out of there."
0: Yeah, and the Belgians said that when they told the girl they called the cops, the girl did not want the cops to come. And mm-hmm. I don't but like eventually they all calmed down. I gave them all uh you know, a free beer, and then, then they fucked off. Uh, the whole troop. That's
1: really why I try to avoid saying anything to anyone all the time. Yeah. Um that way nothing can go wrong. Um actually, do you know what? Saturday, uh Gabby was here for his uh student shows, which have been going amazing by the way. Yeah. The other Saturday he did like three student shows before seven PM and they were all sold out for five euros a ticket and people were drinking as well. So it's like and then this Saturday as well we did like three hundred euros before eight PM, which is Wow. That's the insane. day's work almost. Yeah, and then it petered out after well, it didn't peter out, but it kind of just stayed at that level. Yeah. Which I guess is kinda of what we want. Um but yeah, after the second show I guess one of his students um had a panic attack or apparently was kind of overwhelmed from being on stage and was like feeling faint and was sitting down out here and and they called an ambulance for her i think oh god um so yeah a lot of pressure mm-hmm. high pressure high stakes the comedy clubhouse
0: um i don't know yep just an, another day at the comedy clubhouse Mhm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah how was cash for laughs last last night I did not enjoy it. Um, what are we going to do about this show? How do yeah. we get it to be, I don't know, more, better?
1: Yeah, uh, I've had lots of thoughts. Uh, the, the, I think the topics I wrote were good. I mean, I wrote them, but <laughs> I, th- I thought they were good. And I think, actually, there was enough comedians there, or but improv is really there, that, that like there was enough of a vibe. It's just that there was an audience. There was, like, six people that that weren't performing, and four of them were eating pizza. I was, like, I was trying to get people down, so I was like, yeah, come down with your pizza, it's fine. As long as you can laugh with your mouth full, it's all good. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was an audience problem more than anything, and then also uh, I, doing some kind of an introduction is what Richard suggested, some kind of a like a warm-up act type thing. Yeah, uh, I don't think we should do it again until we know it's going to be good. I don't want to do it with five people, I spe- especially because it's like... The show we're filming and then we're we're basically spending money to edit it down. Yeah. And we're putting it up for the universe to see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: and we got a hate comment. Really? Yeah, on the on the YouTube. Uh, someone thought it was shit.
0: Oh um, right, well, I'm very very pretty was it me? <laughs>
1: no, it wasn't you. He said it said that this is hard to watch. It wasn't you weren't in the video. I wasn't in the video either. Um, okay, well so, that
0: explains it. Totally
1: makes sense. Um yeah so I responded to him and said, Yeah, thanks for commenting keep keep <laughs> at it um but yeah, it'd be nice to nice to fix that show and i I think having an audience is is the main thing It could almost be done if you just had two topics or something. it could almost be done as like a section of uh show up, go up or a yeah. section of bomb shelter or like you know you used to do hot topics
0: in the middle of bomb, bomb shelter.
1: shelter yeah um could be cool could that would be, be cool that
0: that'd be a way to ensure it, it's awesome, yeah. Give the topics ahead of time. Crowd of 50 people. One thing I thought about is changing the format. Um, making it into like a talk show. Like a late night talk show. Uh, changing the format of Cash for Laughs. Yeah. And so, like you know, the, that Cash for Laughs section would be, you know, part of a talk show or something. Mm-hmm. Then we have comics, a little banter, this or that. Yeah. I just want to, I really want to write for a talk show. I, I love, like, monologue jokes and stupid yeah. shit like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it was fun. It was fun yesterday. <laughs> I enjoyed going going through all, like, the current news and... and I, Do you have the topics? Um, yeah, I have them here. I'll tell you what they were. I had a uh, Qatari government launches an investigation into the deaths of migrant workers. So the prompts was uh,
0: other investigations with as much credibility as that of the Qatari government. <laughs> That's uh the number one was uh, this is exactly like O.J.'s if I did it <laughs> book, you know, or when O.J. decided to hire some investigators to find the real killer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think somebody used that. Uh, oh, okay, actually, good. Which is nice. Uh, I did Ways to Console the Moroccans on the Football World Cup loss. Mm. Something about the Liver King, which I was I'm kind of surprised when people don't know about the same things that I know about. Yes, I see it over and over and over and over again. Yep but it's just that that's what my uh, algorithms
0: doing i know about the liver king by the way oh yeah 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 yes. what do you think of him
1: uh i was disappointed disappointed
0: are you serious
1: <laughs> no i mean i i didn't know about him before all this controversy but sure. you, you you look at him and you go like come on
0: of course on. he's on so for for the the 50 listeners out there who don't know about liver king it's this hyperjacked guy on on the social medias you know, uh, pr- promoting a, like, kind of like a paleo diet. He's, like, trying to say, like, hey, I'm a caveman. I just eat raw meat and mm-hmm. don't use soaps or whatever. And he's absolutely ripped. Just completely cut. <laughs>
1: like veins it, popping. He looks like he's bursting out of his skin. Yeah.
0: And he says, no, I don't do steroids. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, I forget how, but, like, it came out that he did, in fact, do steroids. And so now it's <laughs> this big controversy. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. he was on Joe Rogan, and... He wanted to be on Joe Rogan.
1: Rogan didn't let him on.
0: Oh, no? Good yeah, for... Yeah.
1: Good day. Hey,
0: a boy. He was on Andrew Schultz, I think, then. He was on one of these... Bro,
1: yeah, it would have been on one of these, one yeah. of these
0: podcasts. Um, Any it, jokes come out of that?
1: Uh, It was Least Surprising Revelations of 2023, uh, and there were some good ones, you know? Like joe biden reveals he likes smelling children's <laughs> hair and and things like that um mm. yeah i really think the, the the quality of the jokes was was fairly good actually new guy one a guy called sam uh who was oh do you know him i
0: think he's like a young british guy
1: uh friends with mike improv
0: oh guy. maybe is he really tall very tall
1: and oh, kind I, of I know. musical theater vibe yes yeah yeah uh yeah so, so he did he did really really well
0: congrats to sam
1: uh, we did Things Brittany Griner Misses About Prison in Russia. I I I chose. I used your study, where its study suggests that Viagra reduces the risk of Alzheimer's by 69%. Uh, that was fun. So we looked at other alternative uh, non-sexual uses of Viagra. Uh, any? Um, nah, I think that was a bit of... Mobile bad. coat rack. Uh, think about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, Someone someone said the best way to dry your towels...
0: Nice. Um,
1: then you sent me another article that was, uh, scientists has just discovered that snakes have clitorises. Yep. Which is very fun. I couldn't read it because it's a subscription, yeah. so I was
0: just going off of the... Um, I didn't read it. I just saw the headline. I was like, this is... That's how we Johnny Boy.
1: Um, So I was... The, the prompt was, other scientific discoveries that were made by creeps. <laughs> um, or like, weird ways to make scientific discoveries. Uh, And then the final one, which we had to touch on, was um, Elon Musk getting booed at the uh, Dave Chappelle show. Oh. Pretty topical, pretty relevant.
0: Anything come out of that?
1: Um, Well, the prompt was, like, things Elon Musk is going to get booed for in in 2023. Okay. Um, I said PayPal. Oh. (laughs) Why? That's crap. They have 2,000 euros of mine they won't give me. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. It's really annoying. Still? Still? well, it's, it's one of those things that it's just like a massive admin task. I have to prove, because the name of my company was Coligos de Varas, but I used a personal account and now they're like, now I have to change my name, but I can't change my, it doesn't
0: matter. It's very, very boring and very, very stupid. Let's ask uh, Google, a- this isn't Google, is it? This AI chatbot. No, it's called ChatGPT. I think it's by a company named OpenAI,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is not Google. But we should ask them for hot hot topics.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was thinking we could get the uh, the
0: chat bot to uh, to give us some of those. Yeah, you ever noticed that the they've made so like the very first they they invent these AIs right these algorithms can uh, machine learning and all that and the very first uses are to like map women's heads on porn stars, uh, create like fake art and then fake chats. Like, why aren't, why aren't they using AI for things that we actually need done? Yeah.
1: Well, it'll happen. The thing is, the people that are using the AI for things that we need done aren't going to say that they're using the AI for it, right? Oh. Uh, so there's going to be a huge explosion of expert freelancers that are pretending to spend a lot of time working on something, but really they're just getting the AI oh, to do it. Oh,
0: that's smart.
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking, because there must be so many of the things, like, Half of the things that exist on Fiverr are now redundant. <laughs> uh, so oh, man. There, there's got to be a huge market for just like listing stuff and then doing it cheaper than everyone else, but also not doing it yourself.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 I was trying to think of like what a better use of AI. Why isn't there, you know, an AI to clean up my dog's shit, or an AI to like play with my dog so that I don't have to. An AI to give emotion and affection to women that I'm not interested in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we could have got the AI to um, chat to your, your buddy Felix. Yes. It might have really
0: helped him, you know? Oh my, that would be, a, that's a that, we'll just have AI robots talk people down for like three days.
1: Yeah, I think one day you'll be able to have like a WhatsApp number that's not yours, it's just for an AI. And you're like, hey man, look, if you ever want to talk, <laughs> here's,
0: here's my number. <laughs>
1: And then you give the AI some instructions, yeah. and it gives, like, emotional support to people that you don't want to do that uh, for.
0: I read a, I read this thing on Twitter where somebody trained the AI on their, like, uh, high school journals, and then carried on a conversation with their younger self. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of spooky. Yeah, but, like, it turned out the younger self was, like, really kind, and like, hey, you've grown so much, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the woman, or whoever... Ended up crying or something like that. Oh, really? Yep.
1: Get over it. Come on, yeah, it's, a, it's an AI. Take Twitter. it easy. Take it
0: easy. Um, I me... what... sorry. Oh yeah, but before I just was wondering what the status of AI jokes is.
1: Yeah, apparently, my gosh, Christian got an AI to write him a joke. I was thinking about doing it as well, to be honest. Just like my next set could be AI, and like because a lot of comedy is about how you sell it, right? Yeah. So... I wonder if you could do it and pass it off as, as something you've written.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully the sound's okay, right? feels so a little bit... I don't know. It's, uh, now it sounds good. <laughs>
0: There's a little bit of static, maybe, but I think it's fine.
1: Yeah, I think once we export it, it's good.
0: So the club is coming up. Everyone's yes! am very excited. It's actually... It's like
1: pulling teeth to try and get people to RSVP to anything in advance these days, unfortunately. Um, So we've had... I'm posting it in all the chats. We're sending individual messages, and we've had 17 people respond at this stage, which I just know that, like, the day before, there's going to be 100 people. Man.
0: So tell us, John, what
1: is the clubbies? The clubbies, the clubbies. The first annual Clubhouse Awards Ceremony 2022, uh, which... I'm really excited for... Uh, we have had some good nominations so far. I thought, if you want, I can uh, read out some nominations. Yeah, and You can totally. see if you can guess who the, uh, the person was okay. uh, that got nominated for them. First one's easy. Best non-Hawaiian ukuleleist?
0: Uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Lerner.
1: Jamie Lerner, yeah. That was from Marcus. Um, best Englishman?
0: Oh. Jeez. Um, I'll, I'll nominate you in. Yeah, that was actually uh, Andy Casper. Okay. Ewan uh, got a nomination for Best Weirdo.
1: Oh, ooh. That'll be a tough category this year. Yeah. <laughs> Hot competition. Uh, Most Stoned Bartender. Oh. Another very, very tough competition. Uh, Boy, did I win this? You, you got that one. Okay. Yeah, congratulations. Um, Has a massive cock. That's me. No, it wasn't you. It was actually Jacob. Congratulations <laughs> to Jacob uh, on his massive... Cock, uh, best overnight... Biggest overnight sensation?
0: Mm, I don't know. Hector? Okay. Overnight, huh?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if it was overnight, but I guess he did have the, like, opening for Michelle and and CK giving him the... um, the Yeah, he's he's blown up. He's
0: had a great year. Yeah, he's been doing... A lot of hard work paying off, Hectorito. Good job.
1: Yeah, it's the whole... It's the, the... beatles thing right like it took 15 years to become an overnight sensation yeah. um, so good job hector and the best comedy club in barcelona
0: Ooh. comedy clubhouse
1: yes all right yes it is the comedy clubhouse congratulations to us um and there's a couple of other <laughs> most complaints about being single um, I think is fun. There's a lot of uh, nominations that that I won't get into now because they might actually end up being the final list. Oh, cool! I think we probably end up um, releasing the final list of nominations, probably like nine different categories, but okay. not announcing who who wins them. Right? And then on the so night. nine
0: categories, do you do you put a couple names for each category? Just to um, say I hey, mean... who who else? Hey, Kyla, you were nominated for Ma- most massive cock.
1: Yeah. Okay. That, that seems like a fun way to do it. So, so, so we introduce the categories, uh, and then we decide who the we, we should meet with, like Hannah tomorrow, maybe, and and yeah. Uh, sorry, Hannah, Monday morning, and then I'll go and we'll decide everything, and then I'll go to the trophy place and, and get them made. But any any people that we throw around for the suggestions, we can be like, that counts as a nomination. So to yep. be like most dedicated and responsible showrunner. Uh, Matthew Murtha, uh, Jacob Kirkov, this one, this one, and the winner was whoever, and they get their name on the trophy and they get to like.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we should do. We can do a little awards. Uh, we can do posts about the nominations. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, like a just a title card and then the three names or whoever. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um,
1: yeah, I I would I part of my Google plan. Is to take lots and
0: lots and lots of photos so that they can be in this Google Drive ready to go. So one thing uh, I need to get better at, and I want to just make sure it's cool. But um, when there's (laughs) scared of
1: after the sticker
0: scandal, he's um, double checking a little bit because you know behind the scenes Johnny Boy has been crushing things lately, and we have a whole promotions team that he's been running, and with like a schedule and plans and purposes. But one thing that I think we need to do every night is. Take our, our clubhouse phone and just like scan the room with all the people hanging out, having mm-hmm. fun, and then just, you know, post that. Yeah. Um, and we can do that every night because one of the things, we're now at the phase where all we have to do is have fun and then show everybody how much fun we're having. Totally. That's like the whole whole game on of social media. Um, so we just have to remember to show off every now and then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think when there's when there's like awesome things happening at the clubhouse, we should train the bartenders to be um, to be taking photos of it at least.
0: Yeah, maybe uh, we will get somebody on the phone next time we do the clap on for bomb shelter. Oh, you know, yeah. right? Because there's like always yeah, oh, yeah. forty people in the room, and we'll we'll tell a couple of people to like go play along with it. So totally.
1: Maybe. The clap is is a very cool um, tradition that's cropped up at the at the clubhouse. I guess you came up with
0: it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, also, we can do maybe when Vem's back, we'll just have her record it. But you know how we used to do that thing where everybody cheers when somebody new walks in the room.
1: Yeah, that's really. We fun. should
0: record that and record people's responses because it's so hilarious. Everybody, everybody walks in and they goes, "Huh? What? Oh, of course it's for me."
1: Yeah. You know, it <laughs> doesn't. No, that was that was really cool. At, uh huh. Limerick's, yeah. Um, I also love uh, the notice board. Yeah! Tradition taken off at the clubhouse. That's amazing. So I, I pranked Matt. I, I, I'm i known for my classic pranks sometimes. So when I put the notice board up, I, I wrote a little note saying, like, uh, girlfriend wanted, uh, I'm a molecular biologist uh, looking for a girlfriend. The only requirement is that she has to be real. Please inquire at the bar. And then somebody read inquire as... Enrique so now like Enrique at the bar so people are adding a bunch of different stuff so uh, yeah like boyfriend wanted uh, this whole list and then um, talked to Enrique at the bar (laughs) Um, and I had a friend in here yesterday uh, Joanne one of my one of my guys from the cruise ship, and he was like, "Oh, I actually do want a girlfriend." Uh, so he got somebody yeah? to write a really neat, really tidy um note, and he put it up on the. the oh, I haven't seen that yet. That's great. With his real phone number on it. So Holy shit! Looking for a super hot Catalan man called Joan. Uh, he's in his mid fifties to mid sixties, I would say. Um and He's an actor. He's an improver. He does a lot of stuff. So uh,
0: matchmaker, yeah. matchmaker. Give him a call. Oh, you know who we can set him up with? Sherez. Who's Sherez? The mid fifties woman that comes by every now and then.
1: Is she the one that did the recording in here? Yeah. The one that the yep. the lady that won one of the most fifty one of the fifty most influential women yep. of twenty twenty
0: two. That's her. Which is such a, like a. I mean, we could run that as a competition. Uh, as somebody else was saying, like, just put Forbes 30 under 30. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's right. going to check. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
1: So if you need a girlfriend or a boyfriend or anything in between, uh, feel free to put up a note on the notice board of the Comedy Clubhouse, uh,
0: and we'll see what we can do about it. Yeah, find your find some love at the Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, do you want to wrap things up, or should we talk about our non-guest tonight
1: oh uh, no I don't want to touch on that yeah okay. I think maybe in the new year when Belinda gets Belinda's coming to Barcelona again okay. in early January um, so maybe we touch on it then
0: stay but, yeah. tuned for some hot gas.
1: yeah there was a bit of tension but it's not it's not something I want to get into right now
0: fair enough uh, what do we have coming up this week
1: uh, comedy bomb shelter uh, shut up bitch um, the Bitch of the Year Awards. Wow. Yeah. Uh so that's it's very exciting hotly fought over
0: competition. I think my father nominated me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. My dad he doesn't mean like that. Uh Yohan Yeah. Solo, solo in
1: French, which is cool. It's yeah. bon that's, yeah. actually a very exciting thing that we get to do. Uh that's right. Both me and Matt have been invited to perform at this French guy Johans, um comedy club in Nantes. Mm-hmm. So on the 20, 27th of January we're gonna do he's gonna fly us out and we're gonna do a split show there uh, between us. Yeah back on tour, John and Matt. Yeah. Super excited for that. That's I think how that's it, gonna all, be it all began. Really cool. Let's do a little, I don't know, mini documentary type thing uh, like Absolutely. This is what the new clubs like road trip, I don't know, whatever. Um
0: uh, yeah. that reminded me of something oh big shout to our manager, Noah booking us uh, corporate gigs now. Oh,
1: yeah. Matt beat me out for a corporate gig, uh,
0: I which I, is
1: okay. Honestly, I was like, yeah, it.
0: Yeah, come on. Leave, you got to leave me some, some work. have <laughs> been getting in all these commercials. Uh, we've had some new members to the Creators Club, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah.
1: Tamakatan's joined, which is uh, freaking cool. He's going to be recording his podcast
0: here. Elsie yeah. is joined true. also.
1: Awesome.
0: And, yeah, I think the space is going to fill up during the days now.
1: Yeah, yeah, what's well, really cool, and even on, on, like, Saturdays, you know, Gabby's talking about doing shows starting at 1 o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, so it's going to be really, like, morning to 12 every single day.
0: The At least the space will be getting used, which is really awesome. Yeah. So, things are cooking here at the Comedy Clubhouse. Yep. Um, and we'll keep telling you about it if you uh, keep yeah. listening. And, uh, yeah. And so thank you to ChatGPT for today's introduction.
1: Yeah, I just did want to say that we will be using ChatGPT for a lot of the different stuff around the clubhouse. So if there's anything uh, that you don't like, uh, how it's being run, um, it's probably... It's the, yeah,
0: it's the AI's fault. It's, it's in the early stages, you know. Very exciting. All right, Johnny boy, good job today. Thanks for joining you you're super welcome and that ladies and gentlemen has been constructing the clubhouse your everyday take of building a comedy club in Barcelona I have been your host Dr. Matthew John Murtha I've been John Ellis thank you and good night